Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss. I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis. To dreams achieved. Or yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey. To those left behind. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A man who needs no introduction. The Black Information Network is committed to bringing you up-to-the-date news stories that are relevant, informative, and inspiring. And while news stories are always being updated and others are breaking, we understand that you need to be in the know all week long. Welcome to your midweek memo on the Black Information Network daily podcast with me, your host, Ramses Ja. All right, let's get you up to speed and in the know. First off, we'll pull from the Black Information Network website, BINnews.com. A Mississippi woman is suing Capitol Police after she was allegedly shot in the head by officers during a police chase. WAPT reports on Wednesday. This would be last Wednesday, December 20th. A $3 million lawsuit was filed against the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, the Mississippi Capitol Police Department Officer Jerry Walker and Officer Michael Reinwald on behalf of Sharita Harris. Harris was a passenger in a vehicle stopped at a red light in downtown Jackson on August 14, 2022, when Capitol Police conducted a traffic stop. According to the lawsuit, Reinwald shot into the vehicle despite the driver complying with officer commands. After Reinwald opened fire, the driver attempted to drive away, the lawsuit states. Harris suffered a bullet to the head. She was taken to the University of Mississippi Medical Center, where she had surgery to have the bullet fragments removed from her head. Harris claims she suffered from severe complications with her speech, gait, and overall cognizant abilities in the wake of the shooting. According to the lawsuit, documents state that Walker admitted to shooting at the driver of the vehicle. However, Reinwald is believed to have been the officer whose bullet hit Harris. (sighs) The Mississippi Department of Public Safety declined to comment on the pending litigation, according to WAPT. Okay, so, believe it or not, this is a story that uh, we've been paying attention to for more than just, you know, the the front-facing news. This is something that has required a little bit of investigative efforts on our part over here. And this just shows the collateral damage of police behavior and police overreach and police brutality and police violence, where there are people who 
are themselves innocent of any crime who end up paying the price. And again, because police are so well insulated, there are no consequences often enough for police to take these actions. And therefore, there's not a reason or an incentive for people who are wearing that badge to be more careful, be more thoughtful, mindful of their actions and the, and the ripple effects of those actions. Um, we've, we've had this conversation before that police chases often end up hurting other people. They don't apprehend the fleeing suspects as often as, as we think. Those people often get away. But the people who do end up paying the price for those police chases are people just driving down the street, people walking down the street. And oddly enough, the police officers themselves get injured. That's one of the, the greatest hazards to a police officer is ending up in a car crash during a police chase. But again, because there is qualified immunity and really the, the culture of policing where there's a lot in the way of cover-ups, a lot in the way of uh, misdirection, you know, even the language that we're using in this article, you know, an alleged, <laughs> allegedly shot in the head, you know, like the bullet just magically appeared, you know, even that is, there's a degree of misdirection in that language. And, you know, longtime listeners, you know that I've been historically very critical of policing, not the individual officers, but policing. And I think this is proof positive, again, of why we need to be critical of the police. We need to ask questions that are uncomfortable because now there's another woman, black woman, walking around with bullet fragments in her head. Hopefully they got them all out, but you understand what I'm saying, the point I'm making. Her, her speech is compromised. She mentioned she, she's not walking the same. Her cognizant abilities have diminished. And sure, she filed a lawsuit, but I'm sure that there are a lot of people who would rather have their health than some money. I think the statement goes, a rich man wants a thousand things, a sick man wants one thing. So um, we'll continue to watch this story because uh, I think the consequences here could uh, add to all the other goings on in Mississippi. There's a lot of problematic police departments in that state. And I know that it's more than just us watching it. Anyway, moving on. Another major headline also from BINnews.com. A Miami University student appeared to be beaten <laughs> by Oxford police outside of a bar in a TikTok video that's going viral. The video posted by TikTok by a woman claiming to be the victim's cousin begins with three people not wearing police uniforms, pinning a man to the ground. At one point in the video, an officer approaches the group and appears to punch the restrained man multiple times. Oxford police said the video is linked to security footage of a November arrest outside of a bar per local 10 news. According to police officers were responding to a disturbance call. Someone told dispatchers that a worker at brick bar was assaulted. So, um, yeah, I saw this video when it came out. 
um, another instance of police violence. Um, it's just like it says. Um, it's it's again. There's this language, this language that tries to misdirect us. The student appears to be beaten by Oxford, Oxford police outside a bar. No, the student was beat. We saw it happen, right? Um, and in short, it's just like the uh, the article says. There are three men holding a man down outside of a bar. And then as soon as the police arrive on the scene, the police grab the man or the police officer grabs the man and starts punching him in the face. Okay? And one of the things that I don't love about any of these grainy footage videos is that the police have worked out a number of ways to cast doubt on what it is the public has seen for themselves. One of the ways is, oh, um, he spit on me. And, you know, on grainy video footage, it's hard to tell whether or not that's true. And because we as a society have been conditioned to accept the police officer's word as being truth and the person in handcuffs as as the bad guy who's given to lying and deceit and so forth, often enough, we will accept the police officer's word, right? So they can say that a man spit on them or a woman spit on them, um, and that's technically assault. And that gives the officer license to just pummel somebody who's already restrained. Another thing that they that cast doubt on it is often enough, people are handcuffed behind their backs. And officers will say, well, they grabbed me. They, they grabbed my genitals or they grabbed my belt or they, gra they grabbed something and I feared for my life or I was concerned for my safety. And so I started punching them or whatever, you know, and, and typically, you know, if someone's handcuffed, you can't see their hands because they're behind their back. And so they have these weird little narratives that they will interject into, you know, the, the, the videos so that it casts doubt on what we're seeing happen, which is the, which is truthfully police violence, police brutality. Um, even if those things are true, it's still that, but it, that, that modicum of deniability or plausibility or, you know, whatever it is that the police are trying to get us to think um, often changes the narrative. Um, I don't recommend that you watch this video, but if you do see it again at BINnews.com, you'll see where my worries come from. But that is another thing that we're paying attention to around here. Again, that's at BINnews.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've been following the news, you know that from healthcare access to safe schools, LGBTQ plus rights are under attack. And it's about time queer and trans youth get the microphone and tell their stories in their own words. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. I wish I could feel more comfortable in my own body here, but that's just not the case. And follow along as they discover what queer and trans liberation means to them. This isn't running away from yourself. It's running into who you want to grow into. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. This is your midweek memo on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with me, your host, Ramses Ja. All right, moving on to entertainment news. Yay, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, uh, who's known for making anti-Semitic statements, apologized in Hebrew to the Jewish community Tuesday on Instagram. His apology translated reads, quote, I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any unintended outburst caused by my words or actions. It was not my intention to offend or demean. I deeply regret any pain I may have caused. And this one is interesting because I'm sure that the Jewish community has a lot more (laughs) uh, at stake, a lot more ground to cover than this apology will um, speak to. Kanye West opened the floodgates for a lot of anti-Semitism, a lot of racism, anti-black behavior, believe it or not, and so forth. A very divisive figure. And an apology that is very thin, that is not accompanied by any real behavioral changes, anything actionable 
Um, there is, as far as I can tell, there's been no therapy. There's, you know, nothing like that. Uh, it just feels a little thin. Now, far be it for me to condemn someone in perpetuity, but, you know, typically you want the apology to be as loud as the offense. And an Instagram post that is worth a couple of lines in English when translated um, doesn't feel like it weighs as much. It doesn't feel like it's as loud as him being on all of these shows talking about how Jewish people are this or that or the other thing. And, you know, you may think that I have a personal bone to pick with Kanye West, and I don't. Kanye West is a black man. And I have a lot of grace, a lot of grace for black people. Because I myself don't ever want to be anti-black. And I don't believe that any human, black or otherwise, deserves to be written off. I do believe that people have the capacity to change. But I like my change to feel intentional. I don't like it to be on the cusp of an album release or when there's money at stake or when there's gatekeepers who can prevent me from reaching my full potential. I'd like it to come from the heart. And personally, I can't say if that's what I'm seeing here. But we'll wait and see. Maybe there's more in the pipeline and it might take some years because he's, he's been on it for years. Remember that Confederate flag stuff. That was 2000 and maybe 16, 15-ish. So this dude has been on that for a long time. So we'll wait and see. Moving on to sports, uh, the Detroit Pistons have broken an unfortunate NBA record. Uh, they've made an embarrassing um, historical uh, crossover when they became the league's first team to lose 27 straight games in a season, falling 118 to 112 to the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night. Uh, this comes from their coach. His name is Monty Williams. Quote, is it heavy? Yeah, I would imagine for everybody it is. Nobody wants this kind of thing attached to them. I was brought in here to change this thing. It's probably the most on me than anybody. Players are playing their hearts out. I got to get them in a position where they don't feel tight or heavy. So again, very unfortunate, but it is something that uh, is in your midweek news recap. And so now, you know, um, and we'll end on a lighter note. This is also some sports related news. This comes from track and uh, back, but not, not back, but better. <laughs> it was a season of rebirth and resurgence for Shakari Richardson who stormed her way to the top of the world championship podium in the 100 in a campaign that won her honors as our U.S. Women's Athlete of the Year. Her 22 season, however, was one of frustration, moments of extreme speed mingled with disappointment. She blistered dashes of 10.73 and 10.85, leading to nationals, and then failed to make the finals in the 100 or the 200. She only broke 11 once more that year, a 10.93 in Brussels, but that was just good enough for fifth. The 23 campaign would be astonishingly different. Only once in 16 efforts at 100 heats and finals did she run slower than 11 flat. 
Suddenly, the 23-year-old Dallas native was back to being the woman to beat in the 100. Looking ahead to the Olympic year, Richardson remains committed to running the 200 in addition to the 100. Quote, I want to be a competitor, not one of those athletes who just runs the 100. I'm a one-two runner, and I want you guys to see this, and I want to bring that out. So I'm excited about next year. So shout out to her for being the track and field news woman's athlete of the year. And now you're caught up with our midweek memo. Don't forget these and other stories can also be found at BINnews.com. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.